welcome to the Advance Your Art podcast, where we talk about the journey from artist to entrepreneur and everything in between. You've worked hard to hone your craft. Now take it to the next level with tips, techniques, strategies, and routines used by successful artists to grow their businesses and careers. Now, let's get started and have some fun with your host, Yuri Cataldo. Well, hello, podcast listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Advance Your Art Podcast. I'm your host, Yuri Cataldo. Today, I'm sitting down with Sasha Frank, who is an artist, writer, and vintage-style blogger. Sasha, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Of course. It's my pleasure. So, Sasha, tell me about yourself. So, as you mentioned, um, I am a, a author, um, and I express myself in just different mediums through uh, vintage style, um, through book writing, blogging, all of that. For the longest time, I suppressed that. So I've come to this place where I'm like, I need to express myself in every which way that I've been gifted to do so. Mm -hmm. And I just want to be able to reach those in a way that they are able to be reached in a way that they're able to learn. And um, by telling my story, pretty much. And that's what I want to do is share my story to help uplift people. Mm-hmm. Because as I always say, as we share our journeys, we heal and we also help people along the way. Sure. Excellent. So, okay, let's start from the beginning. Vintage style <laughs> blogger. What does yes. that mean? So um, I am really, really infatuated with the 50s and the okay. 40s and the 60s. And so um I just really started going thrifting a couple years ago, vintage consignment stores, and just really compiling different looks from the 50s. And okay. that's pretty much all of my closet, what it is right now. Okay. And so um, what I do is I post my photos of the 50s looks, and I just kind of put inspirational messages on there as well. Okay. Excellent. That's great. I'm guessing... And you... Um... What medium then? So do you put this out on, on Instagram, um, on your blog, or where do people see that? Yes, I primarily use Instagram, but I also use my blog as well. Okay, okay, both places. Very cool. Okay, so <laughs> so you mentioned that part of what you'd like to do is is help people by sharing your experience. So Yes. So tell me about your experience. So um, when I graduated the economy pretty much plummeted. And so I found myself trying to find a job mm-hmm. and I just found myself one of the many people who slipped through the cracks. Mm-hmm. And so it was really, really hard to get what I wanted and everything that I thought that I needed. Once I got it, I found out that it was definitely not what I wanted. And so I wanted to start sharing my journey so I can help people navigate their life after college, Mm -hmm. because most people have this perception of it being a certain way. And yes, it might happen that way for some people, but there are a lot of times where it doesn't look the way that you anticipate it to. Mm -hmm. And you have to be okay with that. And you just have to be more flexible and know that it's not going to always look the way that you expect it to. But you can still find joy and happiness 
and learn to create in the process. That's wonderful. So what, let's go a little bit back. What were you going to school for prior to the crash? I, I'm guessing the, the year, this crash, is it that the 2009 financial crash? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so I was going to school for marketing at the time. Prior okay. to that, it was fashion. Sure. But yeah, so it's marketing. <laughs> okay. Excellent. So you and I have something a little bit in common. I was, yes. so I, I was in, I was in grad school and, and I, I graduated in 2008. So I had about a year before suddenly the career I was, uh, I was pursuing, which was, um, theater, theatrical design at the time suddenly was no longer an option. So you graduated just in time to not get any jobs. Is that correct? <laughs> right. So, okay. So what did you do then? So you graduate, suddenly there's nothing available. What did you do? Honestly, I, I do the only thing that I know to do. Like I continued to just, you know, um, reach out to different places, apply. Like I probably did so many applications. I don't even know, like in the mm -hmm. thousands thousands and um you know i even tried to do like entry-level jobs in retail that i i never really worked in before and just like other jobs outside of what i thought i should have okay. and still it was still no luck with anything and it kind of forced me to move back home with my parents and just life looked completely different than what i expected it to oh, sure. and it was just really really hard to navigate. And um, in that process, I learned to get back into creating what I always wanted to do. And I started to go back to school for music and um, writing and just getting creative and learning to express myself in ways that obviously I didn't have the words to say, but I knew how to express myself to, to say those words. Yeah. So what was it about? I mean, so that's it, interesting that you chose that. I mean, oftentimes people would go the opposite way. So let's say mm -hmm. whatever they were studying for. And, and I know I'm I went the opposite way. So my mm -hmm. my career in a creative industry failed. So I went the more business route because it was, mm -hmm. you know, the, the more stable, you know, whatever, fill in fill in the blank kind of yeah. easy or not even easier. Yeah, maybe easier route. Um, and that's <laughs> the way I went because that's just made sense to me at the time. But you went mm -hmm. the opposite way, and, and you chose um, <laughs> a harder, probably less less traveled path into the arts. So what yes. was it about the arts at that time that you didn't pursue in college that you were that you decided that now this is the time that you need to do this? You know what the funny thing is, like initially when I was choosing careers or different, you know, uh, programs, I wanted to do music, but my parents always said to have a backup plan. Mm -hmm. So somehow in the process, like my backup plan became my main plan. And so I was always supposed to go into music, but it just never happened. Okay. And, um, and honestly, you know, it's funny how this happened because before going back into music, I was actually kind of, doing like prereq courses for like speech pathology. And then I was considering getting an MBA um, at a program that I had just got it accepted into, but I, my heart wasn't into it. So like, I, I didn't want to move all the way to London and like not have my heart into it and, you know, miss out on this opportunity that who knows what could have happened. Right. You know? Right. 
Okay. Well, excellent. Okay, so so you went and you started looking into and studying music and writing. So mm-hmm. when was it in this process that you, that you decided that you wanted to write a book? Wow. Um, that's actually funny as well. Um, during college, my undergrad year, I think my sophomore year, I actually remember going on a family vacation and I just documented the whole entire thing. And so um, when I went back to my dorm out after the summer, I told myself, um, you know, to get onto the computer and I start writing and like typing this thing out. And then I was thinking to myself, you know, one day I'm going to write a book. That's what I said. And, you know, flash. Yeah. And so um <laughs> And so after, you know, going back to school and like, you know, moving back that whole entire journey, um, you know, after graduating, I wanted to document that entire thing. And pretty much the memoirs about my navigating life after college, me going back to school, me like experiencing the ups and downs and just really, really facing head on different hurts that I've experienced and um, different experiences that made me into who I am. Sure. Okay. Excellent. And so um, I know your book recently came out, right? At the end of March? Um, I actually pushed it back a little bit. So oh. right now it's on pre-sales, but, okay. um, but yes, initially it was supposed to be March, but I did push it back. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Okay. So it's, so it's, it's being pushed back right now and pre-orders are on Amazon. Is that correct? It's on Amazon as well as my website. Okay, excellent. Okay, so I'm I'm curious about the title. So <laughs> it is called Introducing Sasha Frank. Why did you yes. decide to name the book after yourself? I mean, I know that you're the subject of the book, but specifically, what was the, the impetus to the title? I know. It, it's crazy how that happened as well. Um, mm-hmm. I took a memoir writing class when I first started going back to school, mm-hmm. and um, – so in the class, we had to write a memoir just for fun. And so I initially thought that was going to be the memoir that I used, but I had to start from scratch. I just mm-hmm. scraped the whole thing, took some ideas, whatnot. But um, so when I, I was thinking of different titles and I came up with introducing Sasha Frank and I was going back and forth and I'm trying to debate. And then I look at the book that I did, you know, back then and on the, the book, like, cover page it says introducing Sasha Frank and I was like okay well I guess that is already done okay so I I didn't want to argue with that (laughs) I just kept it as introducing Sasha Frank (laughs) Ah, excellent excellent (laughs) so okay so so this then product has come out what was it like in the writing process did you uh, were you were you hit with any you know any times where you were stuck? Did you get any writer's block? You know you're you're putting yourself out there in a very <laughs> um, you know written and and big big way. What did it feel like going through that process? Wow. Um, honestly, it was therapeutic to me. And um, prior to that, I was starting to journal. I was blogging. I was kind of getting my emotions out there, anyways. And so. It was it was natural for the this book and it wasn't until like I got to like may, maybe the middle parts of the book 
where I started to relive different emotions that I, you know, didn't remember were there Mm -hmm. that um, it started to get a little bit um, intense because, you know, I had to, again, come face to face with different things that maybe I had hidden or didn't know was there. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely a part of the growing process in general. You have to come head on head, face to face with those things that you bury. And that's initially what I want people to do is to come face to face with things that they initially bury so that they can grow and be the person that they're they're always meant to be. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So with this, this process, what – I guess if, if you could talk – to your pre-graduation, undergrad, college <laughs> self, what would you tell yourself to do or to, you know, to change or not change at that time? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say to follow your heart and instead of trying to seek after temporary things like the money, the status, the titles, you know, follow your heart and everything else will come. Excellent. So it's it's interesting because in I guess in that sense you were so would you say that in college you were trying to get more of a uh, you know a, a status and not following your heart is that is that what how you would best describe your college days I think so um we get to a place where we just kind of we do want the titles. We do want VP of whatever on our, you know, business card. Mm-hmm. We do want to have like, you know, a well-known company and all of that stuff. And instead of looking at what we actually really want, we start to look at external things, things that don't really matter and um, basing it off of that instead of the meat of what life is really about. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> So what is the meat of what life is really about? Um, I really believe it's about following purpose. Um, I remember telling a story, this story to my friend. It might actually be in the book as well. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, I remember, you know, just sitting on this clear blue day, like it was perfect summer day. And like thinking to myself, like, what's the purpose of life? And I started bawling like, crazily and thinking like, you know, is it just to live and to die? Like, you know, why did you place me on this earth just to live and to die? And um, I just couldn't figure it out. And it wasn't until like I actually started to, you know, go in this path that I feel like God had created for me mm-hmm. and just use the gifts that I have been gifted with that um, I started to find purpose in it and find what my mission is and find, you know, um, that success isn't always money and um, it's happiness and joy and and doing something with purpose Mm -hmm. and helping Mm -hmm. other people along the way. So wonderful. So those I'm, I'm wondering when you think back at like the the moments you graduated and then mm-hmm. suddenly your life had to change and, and the struggle you had to go up there, those times when you <laughs> faced fear, how did you approach it and how did you ultimately overcome those fearful, stressful situations? Well, I think the best way to do that is just to keep going because one of my fears, which is kind of a weird fear, but one of my fears was 
you know, walking across the graduation stage. Um, I was just afraid because I was a transfer student. I was afraid that like not many people would clap for me. And because um, I remember going to a high school graduation of my friends and like mm-hmm. she was on homeschool. So people didn't clap when her name came up. And I was just kind of riddled with fear from that point. And so the fact that I continued to just walk across that stage was like a huge step for me mm-hmm. um, because I was able to face my fear, even though I was still fearful in the moment, but I was able to not let it hinder me yeah. in the process, you know. <laughs> when you look back at the things that you've done and experienced, what would you say has been the best advice that you've ever received? Wow. Um, it's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> I'm like, I have to think about that. Sure, sure. I like to throw people off every once in a while. <laughs> um, I would say just follow your gut because a lot of times you have people telling you what you should do or what they think you need to do. But a lot of times we know what we need to do But because other people say to do else, you know, other things or whatever, we kind of bring ourselves back into like this cage and just say yes to what they're saying for our lives instead of just doing what we know to do. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, Sasha, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I really appreciate it. If the (laughs) listeners would like to buy your book, see more of your writing um, see your your vintage photos. Where are the, is the best place they can go to do this? Okay, so my website is sashafrank.com, and they can actually purchase the book that way, or at least pre-order it, as well as on Amazon. And as far as Instagram, it's instagram.com/sashafrank. <laughs> Excellent, all one word, Sasha Frank. Yes, S-A-S-H-A-F-R-A-N-K. Excellent, perfect. And I will make sure to put all of those in the show notes. Excellent. Well, Sasha Frank, thank you so much. Author of the new book coming out soon, introducing Sasha Frank. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of the Advance Your Art Podcast. If you like this episode, please go into iTunes and give us a five-star rating. And while you're there, hit the subscribe button so that every single time I release a new episode, it will go directly to you without even thinking about it. If you're interested in hearing older episodes, please go to AdvanceYourArt.com where you can find the catalog of everything I've done so far, as well as contact information and projects I'm working on. Thank you again, and have a great day.